something, and we are seeing it. Well, hello and welcome to the DC UK podcast. Yes, we're still rolling with that. Was a wonderful, um, you know, it is Wayne's world now. It is awesome. This is season four, episode 17. As always, I'm your host, James Graham. You'll see alongside me, we've got the the two stars. We'll go for the top left. He's changed Ooh. position. He's changed position. Things things have uh, have changed a bit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm Tom, very happy to announce um, that my microphone and my headset have finally started working. And I have a great DC United Kingdom, if I can uh, flag to have in the background, uh, available on the DC United Kingdom site. If you go to the shop and yeah, things are, well, things are terrible. Work is awful. Uh, My sport teams are doing awful and uh, I'm hanging on. I'm clinging to a thread, but here we are ready to talk about was a wonderful Oh, he is, was a wonderful. Um, I, apart will be, from last. I will be having a, a Lefe. Oh, yes, you've got your beer. I mean, I'm I'm on there. H2O. I mean, I, I don't think I've actually got any beer in the fridge, oh, which is a I bit disappointing. I've got my lemonade, so I'm all good. Lemon, lemonade? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I actually oh, bet lemonade is great out by you. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, it's cooled off a little bit, but, like, we're supposed to hit, like, kind of low to mid-90s tomorrow. But, man, it's it's been a summer. Um, yeah. We're about, we're about 95 right now, so 35 Celsius. Flipping egg. Yeah. We've it's, cooled it's right down. We're currently, uh, I mean, right now, at this moment in time, it's uh, 16 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. I mean, Which you guys nice. had had that sweltering heat at what was that probably like 25 i i i i i i now now you guys are you guys were in the the low 30s right uh, and, the uh, high 30s and, and no one 40s. has air conditioning and <laughs> in, in, i think it was in london it got to 41 42 wow gross yeah. um where i was it was 37 38 and yeah, no aircon. The houses that are built over here are built to retain heat. Oof. Yeah, that was a warm, warm time. But you know, we made it through. So there you go. Exactly, we're still alive. Did you have Just. your like periodic like cold shower? How did you manage that? What was your? Uh, we plan? had a big ass fan. <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally it was it, i mean it's a, it would be out of shot anyway but it was just there just blasting whatever air we could uh we would end up putting like bowl with um ice in it just to try and circulate some cold air around wow. um yeah that, that that was our homemade aircon, <laughs> a big bowl of ice um but yeah it was just insane it was so warm. We, well, my little lad ended up sleeping downstairs because this this room here Care was the, the coldest yeah. room in the house. It was just mad that. Yeah, it was mad. But anyway, other than that, how are you, Daniel? Well, you know what I say. We got we got a decent three aside going here. You know, got our athletes in the front and me in the back, where I like to be. 
that's, that's, <laughs> I don't know where I, I'm going. I mean, we're, Tom I'm, was just talking about the music being like a 70s porn thing, and you just said <laughs> you've been like being in the back. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> um, Oh. So anyway, let's, the music let's, was very seventies porn. I, it was. I had to, to throw it out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've already gotten uh, comments in on the chat, so do drop any questions. Uh, we do have our dedicated fan question time towards the end of the episode. So thank you, Harish, for joining in on the chat. And uh, oh, new, that's awesome. I think he's, I think he's our yeah. newest DCU member yes. as well, isn't he? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so Love we'll it. come to that. Look, like that question. Um, actually, we'll 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 do that in the next bit, and then talking points after we've done. Um, we're not doing guest DC who, Daniel. I don't think you were here when we were talking about it. We have trivia time. Oh, we're switching it up. We're switching it up. So trivia time. Um, I should get a jingle for it. I'll do that for next week. Um, but the trivia question for this week is how many nations have been represented by DCU players? Who? Oh, man. Uh, are we going for exact? Or like, is there a range? Is it, is it, is it kind of uh, like Price is Right, you know, close as you can get without going over type of thing? You guys don't have uh, Price is Right. You don't know what Oh, yeah. We, we, I mean, Bruce, so Bruce Forsyth. Okay. I was going to say, Daniel, every show that is in America was first in England. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Let's talk we about know, the We office. know how to do TV. <laughs> Let's talk about Love Island. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Please, no. Yeah, there's now a U.S. version of it. <laughs> oh. Why? My wife's obsessed with it. She's been watching a lot of that. Oh, it's no. The English one, uh, from the like clips I've seen, super entertaining, but... Well, it's Michael, Michael Owen's it. daughter's on it. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. I, I won't go into any comment. No. no. <laughs> there was, let's there let's not go down saucy, that road. Let's, let's get going. Like a saucy yeah. Jurgen Klopp reference in that show. I was like, yeah, okay, this is made for me now. Oh, I love no. it. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but, yeah, so the question. So, I mean, if you can get exact, absolutely brilliant. Um, but, you know, again, have a little think on it. Think about the types of players that we've had over the years and what countries they've represented. And uh, we'll uh, have a look at that at the end of the show. Is this so? This is the entire history of DC United. Correct. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right from 1996. They've had them from all over. That's, we that's have good. had yeah. a lot. I mean, I know they're bigger, but yes, we have had quite a few different nations mm. come and. Uh, represent DC United so some nations where there's been a few single players and there's been quite a few obviously America Argentina there's been quite a few players from that, those countries so you know I can tell you where couple. the best pay, uh, player came from England Montenegro oh jeez my guy Bronco Boscovich <laughs> boom I, got, I always gotta get a you've gotta get you've gotta get a reference to him in there somewhere um, you know it is <laughs> and Kim I love this you <laughs> Jersey just <laughs> love that love that what about old is is there an old Jersey 
I mean, I suppose Jersey over in the Channel Islands over here is probably... Um, it's kind of like how we have New England. And now you've got New York. Well, there's, there's York no old England. York. There's England, yeah. England. Yeah. I, I have several friends from Jersey, and and I don't think I don't think I've actually like posed that question to them. So yeah. that's okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Trying to make a yeah, couple there's calls. Jer- there's, Jer- there's Jersey Islands, which is part Jersey, Guernsey, that area. But there, it's a it's a weird area because it's part of the UK. But if you were to go over there, your phone bill would go up astronomically. Interesting. Even though they've got the same international dialing code, it's just completely off the off the rails. So, um, oh, Kim is a New Jersey native. I knew there was something wrong. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bless him. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Kim. He can't control where he was born. This is true. This is true. He can only control where he is now, and he's in the right place. So he's in the he's in the perfect place to be. He is. Every week, on on the sidelines, getting those photographs in. He's a great photographer. Anyway, oh, yeah. uh, news. Um, let's play that little jingle. Oh. I love it. Um, So news-wise, obviously, it's been a couple of weeks since we've had the last episode. Um, I kind of want to use this as, obviously, talking points as well. Um, You know, we've had a couple of signings in the last couple of weeks. We've signed a DP in um, Victor Paulson, so we can now use the actual Icelandic thunderclap uh, for its right reason. No, you know, we've actually got an Icelandic... I still will be digging for it. <laughs> no. Why not? Because uh, I just brings back bad uh, Euros uh, memories. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of just stuck that down in the middle of my head and just forgot about it. So thanks for yeah. making me remember. Cheers for that. You're welcome. I have a whole like wall dedicated to things I will not support based on what has happened to the England football team. Oh dear. Actually, speaking of the England football team, uh, England women's, congratulations to the England women's national team for winning their Euros. Um, Definitely watch that. Did you guys tune into that? Yeah. Um, I actually watched every game all the way through. Uh, I think it's a bit of that summer, like, I really want footy, like, blah, blah, blah. And I haven't watched a lot of their games, but... I watched the first one, uh, first group stage game, and I was like, oh, like, this is – they were playing Austria. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, there are a couple uh, women on the team that play for Man United. So I was like, oh, cool, a couple play for Arsenal. So I was following them all around. And, yeah, then I, I came a bit of a fanboy following them the whole way through. Yeah. I think my favorite, my favorite part about it is how – England has, if you don't know, England has this history of, you know, physical education classes not having women's football or soccer. And, you know, it it makes me so happy that our first trophy in 56 years is from the women's team. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, there's no excuse now. 
There's yeah, no excuse. Beautiful to see it happen. Yeah, I th- I only missed one game, which was the quarterfinal. Uh, was it the okay. quarterfinal? Yeah, it was the quarterfinal. Um, when we beat Sweden 4 yeah. 0. Good, I missed that one. Um, but I was out, you know, getting, yeah. getting drunk. I think uh, I think my favorite game was. I mean, it was unfortunate they didn't have um, one of their better players, but when they played Spain. Yeah. Um, because we were down, came back one, two to one. Um, that Georgia Stanway. Yeah. I mean, what a hit. Oh, what a hit. It was. Um, yeah. So, you know, that game was great. And the whole Spain team, I was looking at, you know, clubs and the entire Spain team is either on Real Madrid or Barcelona nobody else <laughs> I was like alright cool let's do it it's just mad um, Daniel what was it like did you see much coverage of it or anything um, about it did you take even know there was a Euro tournament happening <laughs> um, no so I, I I have to you know hang my head in shame and, and say that no I didn't catch any of the Euro uh, games I uh and, and, and it's it sucks because I am pretty vocal in my support for women's soccer. Yeah. Uh, but I I don't know I don't know what it was. It, it might have been just uh, you know happening while work was happening. I don't even think if I'm if I'm correct. I don't even think I have like a streaming package that showed it. If I'm right, if it really? was it on Fox Sports over here, was it on? Like, um, a, it was on. One? It was on ESPN. Then I'm an idiot. I completely uh, neglected to uh, watch it all at all. Um, yeah. But no, I, I am very happy uh, for the England team. Um, up the Lions. Uh, how is um, how is um, Sue Falls doing? Um, so they they finished their season. Um, nice. You know they they started off strong. They I believe they won uh, their first two or three games, and then it was kind of like back and forth uh, the rest of the season. But you know they've yeah. they've had a really successful uh, inaugural season, and I'm nice. you know moving down there. I'm excited to like actually be there and you know to support that team. You know with my presence with my money and all of that and i'm i'm just uh really excited to be there but i'll just you know um i i'll I'll say you know just in my bias i typically only watch the u.s women's and so that's kind of the other thing i'm as as an american as an ignorant american uh, (laughs) with the current world champions uh, you know, we are we are playing each other very soon, my yes. friend. And I'm, and I'm excited for that. That will be a great game. That will be the uh, sort of like the appetizer for the World Cup Black Friday yeah. game. Um, but I mean, let's put it this way: the American women's and the England women's both better than the men's teams. I mean, well, let's be yeah. honest. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, I've, I've, I've tried so hard to get tickets for that game. It's tried so oh, hard. So well, let's put it this way. So I went on to the website to purchase said tickets. I was number overall like 118,000. So at Wembley, well. yeah? Yeah, at Wembley. But the tickets were only going for £10. Wow. What? I yeah. mean, that's, that's the nice thing about England is like 
ticket prices for footy games are well, usually quite for, for women's it's great um yeah, yeah 10 10 pounds for um for any adults uh, 18 or over um and then for kids i think it was only a fiver it was just, just walking by the stadium check your pockets like oh just just to go for to go and see the european champions and the world champions it's uh, just insane so, how much were tickets to the super bowl again Thirty-eight thousand minimum <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're. I if I remember right, uh, talking to an co- old coworker of mine who went to see the Giants at one of those Super Bowls, they spent like ten thousand dollars for that game. Yeah, can't do that. Um, that's nuts. That's mad. And the other thing that I um, wanted to say um, was that the attendance for the final uh, for the England women's was eighty-seven thousand, which is the yeah. highest attended um european final um out of any of the men's or women's wow. games it was actual eighty-seven thousand fans rather than it being so no obviously we had england's playing italy in the european final last year that was a sellout but there was like a third of the stadium was full of sponsors mm-hmm. so you didn't have a lot yes. of fans in there obviously there was a lot of fans who broke in and tried to get in um after the fact but yeah eighty-seven thousand fans in the stadium which was awesome and it you could hear it as well it was yeah. fantastic um that really went mad um off really off rail and off topic um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I what's a DC UK podcast without you know a little detail? Well, we've got to get a bit of UK stuff in there. 40, um, 40, 40 minutes of just rambling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Rumors, transfer rumors. Let's go through some of those because it is transfer deadline day. I love a good old transfer deadline day. Um, it's just not the same in MLS than it is over here in the UK because um, you get Sky Sports news, you get your Jim White, you get yeah. the yellow. Uh, tie he wears with a black uh, suit jacket on and Total it's just coverage. oh I love it um, reporters winning in car parks <laughs> it's just it was the the one I remember the most is um, Peter Odenwingi uh, trying to force a sail through from when he was playing at West Brom he drove himself down to QPR yes. and said yeah he signed for QPR this that and the other uh, QPR didn't even bother, bother putting a bid in yeah it was fantastic. So the player drove from Birmingham down to London um, to force this transfer through, and he had to drive all the way back. Oh, that man. drive back must have been so disappointing. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, it's all, like I say, it is um, transfer deadline day. We've got rumors happening. Uh, a couple that I've uh, picked up. Obviously, there's a few others as well. But obviously, yeah, Phil Jones. No, really don't want that to happen. Phil Jones. It's not even that like he would be bad. Like in in my in my view, he he is a meme, right? He's a he walking, is a walking meme. meme. But like whenever I watched him play, he he always gave one hundred ten percent. You know that thing of him crawling and you know heathering it out. 
But my worry with him, I feel like he'd be fine in the MLS. My worry for him is I feel like we'd get a guy that would play like four games, get injured, and he's gone. Yeah. But now um, we have Brendan hines Ike who looks like he's going to be out for the rest of the season. So we're going to need another defender. That has got to be priority now um, because we can't really... (laughs) rely too much on Donovan Pines and Tony Alfaro at, mm-hmm. at the back at the moment um, so yeah so hopefully we'll get a defender in whether it is in today or whether it's a freebie because uh, we can still sign freebies up until 5th of September um, so it is doable um, we can still have that opportunity um, Kim's just gone uh, Jones would be sad less impactful than Steve Guppy <laughs> yeah ouch I mean- yeah I just I but just then, don't think he'd play nah the thing is he's not played a lot over the last sort of four or five years he's think he's played uh, 19 times I have four la- in the last three years yeah I mean, wow. he's in all competitions I think he's played 19 times wow and how long would it take for him to get back to full fitness probably another he's, 19 yeah. years yeah, so, I I just it says it screams no in every possible way to me. Yeah, um, he is only thirty though. Yeah, yeah but, but age doesn't matter if you don't play. Yeah, and then the types of injuries he's had as well, and he's All at thirty. Time. It's as yeah. as a non Manchester United fan, I'm I'm unfamiliar. So like, what what's been his hang up? He had a um, what was it two years ago? three years ago he had an injury that kept him out for about a year and a half it was something it was a knee injury knee. Yeah. yeah I think I think he initially did his, I, I want to say it's, it was ACL yeah and he took a good year and a half to like get back to training uh, he'd be training and then he would tweak something you know couldn't train for another yeah. six months get back to training tweak again um, yeah I mean I don't see I don't see how this is a positive no, anyway. I mean, when he was at Blackburn, he was such a great prospect. Yeah. Such a very, it was so highly regarded. And obviously, that's why he got the move to Man United. But yeah, if he didn't have those injuries, yeah, he would be a top, top defender. But you're good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it was, to me, it, it reminds me so much of Jack Wilshire. He'd have yeah. been a top, top talent. As you say, all my so Arsenal injured. buddies will be. Yeah. That breaks my heart. Um, Every he time I hear became, that name, he just became a uh, youth coach for them, didn't he? He did. Yep. Really? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's I like cool. that. I yeah. like that. Yeah, um, so much talent. Other transfer rumor: Ben Teke. Can we? Do we need another attacking player? <laughs> Obviously, because we can only get one shot on target at max at the moment. <sighs> that's a good point. But I, I mean. We just need the offense to click. A lot of them are new. Yeah. What I'm so worried about is our defense. The fact that we've been scored on in the first 15 minutes so often is unbelievable. I mean, yeah. I, the, I we, like it. Let's let's take the Inter Miami route. Let's look at all the rosters <laughs> of nightmare players from FIFA 16, and let's just be like, oh, is this guy in contract? Is he out of contract? Sign him. Let's get him in the door. Like I, yeah. I I'm joking, but you know, yeah. that's what that screams. Um, 
Brian, um, who is a DCK member. And if you want to come and join us to look at the uh, little thing that's gone through at the bottom there, um, you'll see uh, the link to come and join us. Um, it's free. Um, but you can support us. There is a paid membership. And yet again, he's not wearing his uh, his T-shirt. There you go. Um, his membership T-shirt. But, you know. Oh, is that me? But I've no. got the flag. You've got the flag, so we'll allow it. We'll allow it. It's like a Daniel, giant T-shirt. Daniel is wearing the um, the jersey, uh, which you can, again, links in the description. You can get yourself one of those. Um I pulled this out of the hamper about five minutes before game time. Nice. 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 And Tom, you bring up your glass. Sorry? Your pint. Oh, pint glass. Yeah, pint glass. Just a little... There it is. There it is. DC UK pint glass. Those are available through the DC UK merchandise store. Yeah, I have had this for about over a year. And Mm. I thought... You know, it'll get to a point where it'll start to scratch off. Yeah. Nothing. It's pretty good. Dishwasher every time. Yeah. Quality. Um, anyway, back to what Brian was saying before we went off on a little, another tangent. Um, uh, he thinks we won't make the playoffs realistically, so let's not waste the money. Let's play the kids and see if them, uh, any of them can make the squad for next year. It's one way to look at it. Yeah. I just think... <laughs> I mean, I I think I do agree in some way that like we're not not making the playoffs. Like we we know it. We're not it would be. We would have to win like every game. We would now, yeah. It's yeah. getting to that stage. Mm-hmm. It's getting to that stage now, which is I just don't want to finish bomb. Yeah, that's my my want to. So I think realistically, yes, I think we have the we're so low that we can be creative in trying out different players in different spots, you know, some loud guys, but we also don't want to be like, uh, we're the Knicks. We'll just tank, you know, we're not going to, we don't want to be that team. So that that reference went straight over my head. Uh, Oh, the Knicks, the the Knicks tanked like purposely still didn't get the first pick. (laughs) Suck in New York. (laughs) Okay, for those who don't know, it's because the NBA runs off a draft lottery. And so even though, like, I think it's still somewhat programmed to benefit the bottom teams, uh, the fact that, like, yeah, they tanked and then still did not get that top spot. They got the third lottery uh, (laughs) is is fantastic. That's that just makes it's sense. American and yeah. nothing makes yeah, sense. It is American, yeah. yeah. Um, so other things that we need to uh, have a quick announcement or brief chat about if we if we really need to. Loud and United uh, are going to continue in USL next season, um, despite I think there was talks of them moving over to MLS Next Pro, but I think there's still um, rumors of the Baltimore team coming to fruition. Um, so yeah we're going to have more USL action next season rather than moving to MLS next pro any thoughts on that it is what it is kind of thing yeah don't to be honest yeah don't really have much yeah Daniel anything on that one yeah uh, you know uh, no (laughs) no Uh, cool uh, yeah, it, it, it's one of those, isn't it? It is what it is. Um, as mentioned, Brendan Hightake is awaiting his diagnosis on his foot injury that he got um, in midweek. Um, 
likely to miss the rest of the season. Um, that's what Goff was reporting earlier on today, um, which is the 4th of August, um, if you're listening after the fact. Um, Pete Shuttleworth joins the DCU backroom team as assistant coach. He was with Wayne at uh, Derby County. Um, so it's good to see some familiarity for Wayne in that team. Um, don't know when that was agreed on when the visa was approved, but it's been announced. So I'm guessing he's straight into there. So it's good. It's good for me. Um, anyway, we're saying he's good with the analysis and that side of things. So, well, more people about it. I think this is the most backroom staff we've had ever. We've got six members of the backroom yeah. team now. Yeah, I would say so. Definitely, actually. But I think it's good that Rooney is surrounding himself with people that he had at Derby. I actually think that's a positive. Um, You know, someone who knows how he is, how he coaches. Um, Yeah, and I think that's just going to be a benefit regardless. Mm, Definitely. Um, The big thing we're seeing, and this kind of ties into the question I was asked earlier, is, uh, you know, this. I feel for this team because they have gone, it's been a whiplash for them going from a full metal, all gas all the time to now a more balanced approach. And I think the important thing is, yeah, Rooney needs to get people in who can help convey the system to a lot of the players. And I think that's what we're saying is, is there is a, it's like a weird disconnect that, um, you know, I think, I think if they were still running the low solid system, there'd be at least, you know, a little bit of continuity, but I think just things have changed uh, too much too quickly. Uh, that's it's, it's a tough uh, adjustment for the players. Yeah, definitely. Um, speaking of which, obviously Wayne got his first game under his belt uh, last weekend. We're going to talk about that one to start off with because it was it's worth talking about because it was a good game. Um, first half, um, Rooney came out um, and said that we were too slow in that yeah. first half, which was which is right. We were far too slow. We were again conceded in the ninth minute off the top of my head and it just looked like it was going to be another one of those days where it's just going to be a bit of misery it was on Sky Sports over here so it was on the main pay TV provider it was like yep this is going to be great no and then the second half came along and we we upped we upped the tempo and it looked much better Um, I'm guessing you both caught the game Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, what did you make of the second half, Daniel? Second half was, yeah, uh, a lot stronger, I think, especially in the midfield. Um, and, you know, it was just one of those games where I think they, you know, with the new system, they are, you know, going to have those games where it's going to be really rough uh, from the get-go. Uh, but as the team kind of gets going, it, it will get better. And I think what you saw at the very end, uh, and and I'll, I'll kind of call it Wazataka football, was that that final kind of death goal um, from Taxi 
was fantastic because you just had just some really nicely placed uh, balls where, I mean, it was almost kind of like the pitch was lava and, and, you know, just volley after volley uh, caught Orlando off guard. And I think that's a flash of something that can happen once players get more uh, integrated with the system. Yeah. And the substitutions for me made a huge difference and in that second half. The fact that um, Rodriguez, Cabani Smith, mm-hmm. Kamara, um, they all contributed to those two goals. It was just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Smith involved in both of those goals as well because he, yeah. he was the one who played the ball through to Kamara. Um, you went very well at the weekend, were you, Tom? So you weren't at the game, but... I didn't watch it. Yeah, um, so, tell me through your sort of hugging, at that hugging, second goal, that second goal. Yeah, I was sort of hugging a pillow. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I was starting to feel better at that point, and I I watched. Um, oh look, there we go. I meant to ask you guys. Damn, I should have. I was going to ask you guys what minute into the show did you guys think this was going to fall? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so mad I forgot. Oh well. This is my this is my usual setup. Uh-huh. All right. That was fabulous. <laughs> That's amazing. amazing. Oh well. Awesome. I'm not putting it back up. I don't have the the energy for it. Um but yeah, that game honestly for me the it, it was really like interesting because Rooney like you're saying, like the floor was lava. It was a death goal, and he had to do that at Derby, like mm-hmm. very yeah. regularly, because every point was, you know, absolutely necessary. Um, so yeah, I mean, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Love so that. between between that, you know, at putting trying to. Just get what you can, get it in. Um, I also agree that Kermani Smith uh, and Rodriguez were both like key substitutions. I think that's Wayne slowly maneuvering them into the into you know possibly even starting roles. Um, you know, we have to remember that it's still fresh. It's mm-hmm. all still kind of new. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like our season just started. Um, yeah, you know, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to give the man some time. Yeah, I mean Smith for me, I think the fact that he's signed um, or drafted in, I should say, as a striker. Yeah, yeah, he was playing at left wing back, and he really excels. Um, I didn't really put a foot wrong in that game. He is ball play going forward he looked confident he was willing to take his man on he his passing was fantastic obviously in in the run-up to those two goals he looked confident and i was i was over the moon to see he's from nottingham so he's an english lad mm-hmm. can't argue with it Loved okay it. so we know there's at least two in that trivia question <laughs> There's at least an American and a British guy. <laughs> We're getting there. Oh, dear. Um, so, yeah, it, for me, yeah, it was fantastic. I loved it. Um, and I just remember seeing that second goal go in. I, I allowed myself a little cheer. Hey, how good. can you not? You you wouldn't have blood running through your body if that. Yeah. I, I, I even think as like a neutral uh, fan, if you were watching, you'd be blown away by 
how effective that play was. It was yeah. fantastic. It was such an end that we were used to when Rooney was a player. That mm-hmm. it was so funny. It's like, uh, like it's he's back. He's yeah. back. It was. Speaking super- of, I- we got we got a question from Brian, kind of uh, up that alley. Oh yes, let's bring that up on screen. So uh, Brian's just said, anyone else think Wayne could lace up the boots next match and make us better? And no, he's not joking. Um, no, he's 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 a big yeah, boy now. He is a big boy. <laughs> I mean, a unit, as as one would say. What I would say is, if we had like a free kick, that like games on the line. Then yeah. I would be like, sub them in, put them in, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, I I think he probably runs down the field once and is like, <sighs> like he's he knows you, that he's not doing it. You'd love to see that though, where he can just if he just like rips off the uh, trainers <laughs> and just like got a full kit underneath and he's like ready to go. I, I oh, they that, got me I would, rip off. That oh, would yeah. get a pop out of me for sure. Oh, oh yeah, little yeah. wrestling re- reference. Uh, yes, a, a, a pop down right pop. there. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. Um, so we probably should talk about the game from last night. You don't have to. <laughs> I mean, we probably should. Um, I only re- I only got the um, highlights um, from this one because it was a school night. So I wasn't staying up till gone 2 a.m. to watch this one. Um, glad I didn't. Because looking at the stats, uh, obviously we got B3-0. Uh, possession, we were out-possessed by 55.7% to 44.3. Shots, 16-9. to 9. Um, On target, 8-1. to 1. Offsides, we... We had one more offside than they did at 1-0. Uh, fouls, 10 apiece. And then XG, which was 2.2 to 0.5. Um, you guys watched the game last night? Yeah. Yeah. Um, talk, talk me through it. So this was just my general, and I'm, I'm not going to call it a, a complete cop-out um, because clearly there were issues. But... If, as a man that wants to see his team win by any means possible, um, I felt that game had, you know, we have to remember that Rooney's has just come in. So obviously that's all new. They're probably doing training sessions that are not used to, not what they're used to, probably different, probably challenging them physically and mentally in different ways. Um, it was an away game and it was three days after their last game um and that's kind of my sense from what i was watching they just look gassed um just gassed and just not really up for it i mean it was kind of like that from like kickoff just happy to be there don't really care what the score is yeah yeah go on daniel your take so the take on it was uh boy really rough uh officiating you know the the fact is like it was kind of a free-flowing game almost to a fault where there were calls that were made that didn't make sense there were missed calls that didn't make sense um a an absolutely egregious handball 
that got completely ignored, even on VAR. Uh, and again, I would love if uh, um, Pro could like explain anything about like what a natural arm position is. Yeah. Um, because, because I mean, uh, Angus said it well in the uh, chat earlier today that uh, the penalty we got against FC Cincinnati with Jeff Cameron was way more of a natural position than the <laughs> one that uh, I can't think of the defender's name at the moment. I want to say uh, if it was awful, I, it might have been awful. Uh, who who made that handball? But um, no, I mean he basically mm. spiked it to the ground, and and yeah. you had all the players around that being like, "Are you? Are, did, you did you not see that?" Yeah. And, and clearly did, they didn't. And the fact that VAR uh, didn't even uh, make a call on that, Bob's was pretty so. egregious. Uh, so yes, uh, not to not to turn it into like a thing where like call you know one call could have made a difference over another because at the end yeah. of the game as as tom said uh the, the team was just gassed and you've got i mean they've po- probably played three different setups uh yeah. for the three games um and honestly it's just it's just an adjustment that uh the midfield i think especially is trying to work its way around and i think they're just they a lot of times they just do feel slow i think they're still trying to figure things out and so yeah. once once you lose that midfield you're just going to lose the games yeah and it's uh, the fact that we haven't had really consistent lineup either yeah, in, in these in these games, so uh, that's not going to help in any way, shape, or form either. So Knaus came, we made a return to the lineup, which is mm-hmm. great to see. Um, and I just want to touch on the fact that uh, well, I also watched the post-match conference as well um, earlier on today, and Wayne was talking about a particular VAR decision that he didn't see. Uh, well, the VAR didn't say so. He wasn't particularly happy about that, and the fact that uh, Sammy Gadiri was suffering from cramp seventy minutes mm. into the game, uh, which he was again wasn't particularly happy with. Yeah. He re- reiter- reiterated the point about the players not being fit enough. Which, yeah. hmm. where have you heard funny. that one before? <laughs> yeah. Two, co- two permanent head coaches in a row saying that the players aren't fit enough. It's hopefully he doesn't go about it the same way as someone previously yeah. did. But I'm, uh, I'm sure he's I'm sure he's been briefed on uh, what the issues with the last coach was. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he was very well so. briefed about that. Uh, Brian's just made also made a good point about um, Charlotte's last game was postponed due to the weather, so they would have there been more rested. Uh, it's and actually out. just been absolutely railroad. Uh, railroaded yeah. through August. Uh, yeah. This thanks MLS. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a classic MLS scheduling. Thanks guys. You gave yeah. us like three games in June and then like fourteen in July this week. Yeah, I <laughs> the two of the games have been postponed from like April though. Let's let's remember that. Yeah. That's not. It's just um, they could have picked better timings for those I need a scapegoat yeah they could have picked (laughs) much better timings for when those games were played um 
but yeah the august wasn't initially going to be that bad of a month it's just yeah we had those two games i think it was nycfc and lafc yeah the games that were postponed from earlier on in the season oh god so we had to play bail yeah and Chiellini. yeah can't wait I just got, I got away from avoiding uh, Insigne and uh, Bernadeschi. I know, I like how we were saying how happy we were about that, and then LAFC just had to go and get these guys. Oh, the, the, who was the room with that? They were due to, they were looking at signing somebody else, um, another big player, because, you know, LAFC and uh, MLS is just like hand, pocket and hands, and, you know, they can just sign whoever they want. Uh, I mean, you've got uh, Charlotte who are doing do more business with Benfica, which is just mad. Uh, who the heck was it? Let's just see if I can find it. Uh, latest. By the way, this is how I, uh, while we're waiting, this is how I yeah. know that Amazon is listening to everyone's conversations. I just got a, uh, a notification from my Alexa app, my Alexa, which is on that lamp right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it said, follow soccer teams to receive updates about scores, schedules, news, and more. Click here to set preferences in the Alexa app or say things like, Alexa, follow Manchester United. Yep. Oh dear. They're literally right. listening to us. I'm over it. It's fine. Biggest uh, fan in the world right there. Yeah. So we've got they're looking at signing Dennis Buwanga from San Etienne in from League One uh, for five million dollars. Hmm. Uh, that's one rumor. And I'm sure there was another one. Oh, where the heck was it? Yeah, that's more of that one. That's more of that one. It must have been a, little, uh, a couple of days ago then because it's not coming up and I'm sure it was in the last sort of couple of hours that I'd seen it as well. So Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, but they're looking at signing another play for $5 million. It's kind of like <laughs> Bale, Giolini, they've got Carlos Vea. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just frustrating. And then we get linked with Ben Teke and Phil Jones. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so we need, we did another defender after uh, hindsight suffered that foot injury, which apparently didn't get called for a foul either. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to show up that defense. We need to hit the target. We've got a lot of things that we need to do. Yeah. Which leads us on to the next game. This weekend. <laughs> Red Bulls. <laughs> cool. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Um, it is a themed night as well. It is uh, Pride Night, uh, United Night Out. Right. So... Um, a portion of the uh, ticket fees that go into um, FTSC um, and DC scores. So that's very cool. Um, so get yourself down there if you haven't got tickets already. Um, it's it's a great night. It always looks great from the TV side of things anyway. And it's all for good causes as well. Um, 
that is kicking off at 7.30 Eastern time, uh, 12.30 a.m. my time. 6.30 your time, Daniel. Yeah, that's good. So we should be all right. Um, I've not looked at the weather for the weekend. Um, What's it like out there, Tom? Uh, you might have you might have seen me five minutes ago but i wish you just went because i just heard a massive uh i just heard a massive like thunderclap and i was just like oh no but those usually happen here for like 10 minutes and then it's over so it'll probably be hot (laughs) saturday evening we're looking at around 24 degrees celsius Not bad. It's like um, fall here. Patchy clouds, warm and muggy, according to AccuWeather. So quite humid. Uh, rain probability, it's currently standing at 25%. Yeah, see, we currently have a heat advisory. Mm-hmm. Whereas, oh yeah, it will be nicer. Oh, because it's going to thunderstorm. Cool. Yep. Cool. So that'll clear, hopefully clear the air. So yeah, not bad. Uh, so a few things about this weekend's game. Head to head wise, um, this is the 99th match um, between the two teams. Um, 43 wins for DC, 38 wins overall for those guys, and 18 draws between the two. Um, Previous nine games have seen three wins apiece and three draws, so it's very even. Uh, we've won the previous two home games against uh, the Red Bulls, um, mm-hmm. but current form-wise, it's obviously not great. Uh, it's lost seven of the last ten. Um, Red Bulls did get beat midweek, 5-4 to Colorado Rapids, which was just one hell of a game. Sad. Love to lose 5-4. That's, that sounds way better than what we get. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, and DC has conceded in the up, as you were talking about earlier, in the opening 15 minutes of the last three matches in a row, eight times overall this season. Yeah. Well, we've done that, which is joint most. Um, Harish has just come up and said, um, Red Bulls look dangerous against Barcelona in their friendly. Um, imagine Romo playing up and doing his usual antics. I'm setting up for a few heart attacks. Yeah, I'm so sick of I'm so sick of that. Like there was even a point. What was it? Was it last game? Was it last night or was it two days ago or two games ago? Where you can hear Dirk and literally say, "Don't pass to him." That was a, that was against Orlando. Yeah, it was. He was like, "Don't pass to him" because he was coming so far out, and Romo was screaming at him like, "I want the ball." And it's like, mate, we're down one nil. Yeah. Like, what, what are you doing? It was just, it baffled me that one. And I noticed uh, from the highlights from last night, Charlotte had a go for a goal from kickoff. It was really funny, actually, because he missed so badly. I mean, he must have hit. Yeah. I don't think he hit like second deck or anything, but he, he got pretty, pretty deep into the stands. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they were thinking Romo was just going to run out outside of the box immediately. So they're like, why not? Which is not a good sign. <laughs> That's, um, I, I, I don't know what you guys made of Romo's performance last night because Wayne was under the impression that he played well. Um, he was saying that he wasn't at fault for any of the goals. Would you guys agree um, with that? Yeah. Yeah, I would say, like, especially there, he had a lot of good, like, 
low reaction saves. Um, yeah. The first goal was so unfortunate. He saved it. It bounces off, you know, what's his name? Right off his face. face. Yeah. Right off his face into the goal. Like, yeah. what's he supposed to do? Um, he played better. You know, he was very good reactionary. Um, don't even know if that's it's, a word. It's, it's just yeah. the fact that um, – Charlotte, you know, they they just had guys kind of waiting for for those parry blocks. Like they yeah. had a guy on that far side of the uh outside of the like basically the six yard box base, you know, just yeah. sitting there ready for those loose balls to come out. And the fact is, um you didn't have a lot of marking from from the uh back four. So uh, you know. Yes, Romo makes some very awful decisions, um, but it's I, I would say, especially on that third goal, uh, where he kind of charged after um, uh, uh, these these names are escaping me tonight. But you know, uh, basically, he charged after a, a, a ball that he didn't really have to get after. Um, yeah. He came off his line, came way off to the side. Uh, so that just opened up an opportunity for them, and yeah, Charlotte Charlotte just kind of uh, outclassed them in in every way on the attacking end. Yeah, I was uh, seeing the comments coming through that he people agreeing that he did play well, some brilliant saves. Yeah. Um, needs to command the area more and communicate with his defenders better, though. So yeah, yeah I mean he tries to do too much. Yeah. Yeah, Stick. he's more he's more demanding than like trying to work together mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, so yeah, it needs to work on that. Uh, I think we've just had our first uh, spam comment come in. There. Nice. Yeah, love that. Yeah, love that. Does that uh, mean we made it? <laughs> yep. Well, we got the bots coming <laughs> yes. in. This is great. We did it, guys. Yes, but <laughs> has it. noticed us. I love it. Gets in. Um, so I should click it right. Uh, do, do you want me to bring it up on screen, do you? <laughs> don't. Okay, I was going to say, if it's no. a link, don't do it. No. <laughs> Thank you. That's yeah. that's very useful, Tian. Um, anyway, uh, current DPs that they've got, they've got uh, Klamala, um, who's also a young DP, uh, and Lucas Lima Linares, uh, who's a midfielder. They've got two players from the under-22 initiative in Andre Reyes and Drew Yeowood, who were signed from uh, Brentford, I want to say, over here in England. And they've got a generation Adidas. I'm going to say Adidas, not Adidas. 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 Uh, Adidas. (laughs) Adidas. Daniel, how do you say it? Uh, Adidas. Oh dear. <laughs> I mean, I call it Adidas too. Oh, I yeah, know you do. I, yeah, I know I it's wrong. Around with that, but I don't need. Look, it, growing up in America, <laughs> I had and to either conform or fight. <laughs> fight. You I got to the point where I was like, the right this... way or things the wrong way. There's the, no, there's the right way Adidas. or Adidas. It's definitely Adidas. Adidas. But, yeah. I got to the point where I was like, I don't want people to be like, what'd you say? That I was just like Adidas. Oh, dear. I see short guys. Is that, okay, so I have to ask, is that how Germans pronounce it? Or is that just because like English people with their aluminiums and their Jaguars, like, is that, is that something you go Don't forget the sportage. The sportage. (laughs) 
schedule is it, versus schedule. Like I have to ask, you know, I think we need to get a German uh, speaker on this on this pod to determine whether or now. not it's Adidas or Adidas. Yeah, yeah we probably should. Is that going to uh, be next week's like big no, no, next week's guest? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, generation Adidas player is uh, Frankie Mai, who they brought in from FC Cincinnati. Um, who was the first draft pick in 2018? I want to say, I think, mm. off the top of my head. Um, so yeah, so Red Bulls. What do we reckon then for this weekend? I don't really want to answer this question. Um, you can just go for win, I- lose, or draw if you really want to. <laughs> I said, but I'm going to give us some hope. Three, two, loss. Oh, wow! Okay. Yeah. That's my realistic. Probably going to lose three, but two goals would be good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it it depends. You know, if if Rooney sticks with. Uh, Romo or if Ochoa gets the nod this weekend um he's not going to get the nod this weekend um yeah. he's still uh from yet from last night he's still a week away gotcha so it's still well then Romo. I I, <laughs> I will probably go uh I think one one two uh DC United loses mm. um I just, yeah, I don't know. It's it's going to be tough. Uh, I think we're going to see more experimentation. I think, we, yes, we're going to continue uh, seeing the younger players out. Rooney's going to sort of keep playing with the system and, and see what comes out. Um, you know, at this point, I'm not I'm not too concerned. I'm, I'm eager to see uh, who sort of ends up flourishing um, in this system. And, yeah, who who earns that spot next season. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to go for a 1 1 tie. Okay. You're so optimistic. I know, right? I know, right? I've got, I've got to have some hope. And there's some even bigger hope I've just seen in the come up in the chat. Um, Arisha, who got the uh, Orlando result correct? He did. Nice. He did. So he's gone with a, a 2 1 comeback win. He's going to be near the support yeah. section this time around. Um, nice. It could happen. I mean, look, you know, uh, it's it's been tough. Uh, you know, it used to be that uh, RFK was was very much the fortress uh, for a brief period. You could even say that about Audi Field, um, but not so much these days. Yeah, and that's kind of the heartbreaking thing is that you know, with the way that MLS is set up, um, oftentimes home home field advantage is a tangible thing in this league so yeah uh dc just has not been able to keep that up so i just i just don't see the win coming yeah i'm just gonna go for that tie i'm gonna go for that one one i think (laughs) i think what's gonna happen is it's gonna descend into a chaos of fouls yeah it's gonna gonna, gonna be a tough game to watch i think i think it's gonna be stop start stop start and yeah it's just going to be tricky there's not going to be I don't think there'll be a lot of chances in this one I think it will be a lot of the player being in the middle of the park I think mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be a particularly exciting game but I think we'll still get a tie out of it I think it'll be 1-1 that, that's my prediction anyway um, cool shall we uh, go through some fan questions we're getting to that time of the show 
Let's do it. Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Uh, so I'm gonna. I'm just gonna pull up uh, Harish's from earlier. Um, since you know you got that one in, there, I don't really want to forget about that one. So. And we've been talking about obviously the team and things. So Arish asked earlier, how do you see Ravel Morrison integrating into this team? Commentators have complained sometimes that he slows it down, but I don't he doesn't necessarily see it that way. What do you guys reckon? So um I went on a bit of a tangent last episode on this. Um, you know, obviously being an ex Man United player, um I was very very into his following. I think it's, of course, going to take a bit of time. Every new player takes a bit of time. Looks at taxi, apparently. But, Mm. you know, here we are. Um, He's got to get used to how MLS plays. You know, he's got to get used to his new teammates. I can see him becoming an important part. I think he's going to be – he's sort of playing an attacking midfield role uh, but I think it's going to be more of a sort of like a central forward sit back kind of deal. Mm. Almost like he's going to be the one that's going to be picking out the passes, you know, mm-hmm. giving out the passes and being back there when it doesn't work out. I um, I noticed last night that on all the corners that were sent in, he was actually one of the players that was staying back uh, to guard, which I found really interesting. Oh. Like, yeah. And I was wondering if that was a, you know, what if they knock it out and he's that guy who's going to swing it in into the box. So yeah. I think he's, yeah. I, th- I think, you know, if he's slowing it down, he's just waiting for the right moment. Playing fast doesn't automatically mean it's the better way. Um, yeah. yeah. I I think it'll, he'll come good in the end. Uh, but, you know, it's, the steam is, is in a bad point. So, we need miracles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Daniel? Um, for the most part, I think I'm going to mirror uh, tactically what Tom is saying. Um, the other thing is, uh, you know, he's he's a creative midfielder. So, uh, again, you know, he's going to be looking to uh, spot those passes. Um, I think players just have to, you know, uh, get used to the system. It's a system thing. And, um yeah, I you know it's it's not the full full on speed that Lusada was was going for. Um, I think players just need to um, just adjust to that. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, he he is going to be deep lying playmaker. He's going to be that guy who's. I want to see him more in the sort of Lucio Costa role, mold him into that kind of style of player, which I think is what Wayne would probably want him to be because he knows that what that kind of player brings to the table after obviously being partnered up with him so often back in 2018, 2019. Um, that's how I would say, I mean, he's obviously slightly different style of player, but he's one of those players who's, good with the ball at the feet he can pick a pass out he's got that little bit of flair about him <laughs> yeah a little bit more defensive though than Lucio Costa so hopefully we can use that to our advantage as well so yeah, yeah. Um, if he slows it down it's probably going to be out of necessity mm-hmm. rather than trying to rush things because the last thing you want to see your team do is tr- Yes, you need the tempo, but you don't want to see them trying to rush things and make even more mistakes. You want them to be measured. You want them to do it in the right manner. Um, 
Because then, then you get the whole situation with uh, Flores, where, yeah. I mean, several times he just passed it into open space with absolutely no one there. Yeah. 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 So let's just hope it, that we keep him at that kind of pace and he just picks the right passes uh, more often than he doesn't. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to move on to some of the questions that came through plenty on Instagram. Plenty come through on there. Um, I'm just wow. going to double check to see if there's any more come through on there. Uh, yeah, no, nothing more on there. Um, but our uh, director of scouting, Sean, has uh, seen the story. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, I saw what you did there. <laughs> I heard what you did there. It was, it was really. It was, was it annoying? So, it was yeah, a lot. I kept seeing it and I was just like, <laughs> no, got to go. Right. So, first question is from Elliot Smith uh, on over on Instagram. Oh, yeah. um, thoughts on Jackson Hopkins? Great player. He Got a lot of talent. In. Yeah. Um, uh, he's a he's like a young, quick Julian Gressel. Yeah, I like did it. See, did you see? Um, did you see his tweet today, Julian Gressel's? No. It's really funny. It was like, today is transfer deadline day. I've already been traded, so I think I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was like, Jeez. wow. Ooh. I was like, oh, that is that is said with a little bit of salt. Mm. Uh, we missed Julian Gressel. We did. Yeah. yeah. But um, he Jackson can, Maybe he can be our German speaker who can uh, settle the Adidas. There you debate. go. That's William. I'll see if he can just do his little clip. Yeah, just That'd have him explain great. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. But Jackson Jackson Hopkins, uh, I think he's been really impressive. You know, yeah. um, I I remember I found it comical that he was starting over our then uh, designated player. I thought that was a bit embarrassing. But then mm-hmm. I saw him play. I was like, oh, he he's one of those one hundred fifty percent guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like he really he really throws it all in. Um, I think he's a good player. Hope to see him develop. I just hope DC Knight doesn't do what they keep doing, which is giving away their young talents way too early to teams that probably aren't going to play them. Um, yeah, you're not talking about Kevin Paredes there, are you? I might be talking about Kevin Paredes. Um, I'm not even sure what's happening with Griffin Yao, but it could happen with Griffin Yao too for all yeah. we know. Yeah. Um, you know, you want to you want to see them develop and then leave when it's the right time. Um, and I just hope, you know, we can have Jackson Hopkins for a little bit longer for him to mature a bit, get his game right. But otherwise, I think he's great. You know, yeah. can only go up. Definitely. And then the second half of that one is about any of the homegrown talent on the radar. So, Daniel, have you got anyone that you might have seen come through that we should be keeping an eye on? I have not. I, no. I'm totally unprepared for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, one, the one guy who I've seen recently, because you know, I watched the under-16s uh, win the MLS Next Cup, which was absolutely brilliant. Um, they were out there um, in the Orlando game celebrating uh, with the fans as well. Um, is There's a guy called Ignacio Alem who's been um, selected for the um, 2022 MLS Next All-Star game. So, obviously, he's got a bit of talent. 
and the keeper who was in the under-16s as well. Um, I think he's looking very, very good. So hopefully we'll see him in the next few years. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. Peacock, I want to say his surname. Off the top of my head. That's the name. What, Peacock? Yeah. Yeah. What is that lad's name? I've just been looking on our web on the DC website see if there's anything on there but I think the other player that we'll probably need to talk about is uh, TKD yeah Ted <laughs> oh that's a bit of a sigh yeah sorry I'm, I'm just you know thinking through our team um, there's a lot of them that have you know a good a good pathway up to being better, being first teamers. Yeah. Um, for me, it's like, it's like, I just want to get our first team right. And then we'll bring the young yeah. guys up. Not like yeah. we have to, we have to bring the young guys up because we have no choice. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's my heavy sigh for that. I've just found the goalkeeper. Uh, his name's Luke Peacock. Great name. I yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> Play for the Eagles as a peacock. We know. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go that way. Um, so yeah, uh, right. Let's move on to what, what a DCUK member uh, in Emma, our Belgian representative. Um, she's asked two questions. This is the first one. So Nahar, who's been on the bench for the last three games. Why do we think that is? And are we happy with COA playing at right back? Daniel. So if if memory serves me right, he did get a bit of a knock a few yeah. games ago. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, gosh, I... I, I don't know what that situation is. Uh, he's been, he was brought in um, as a sub last night. Um, and maybe it's just sort of one of those things, like they're trying to bring players back in a more conservative sense, uh, you know, of fitness and all that. But um, Chris Adoy Esham, he's, he's uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, he, he gets stuck in. I think he uh, gets out there. Um, and does a lot, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I obviously Nahar is a better talent than him, but I couldn't tell you, uh, what, what exactly the sort of roster pick, uh, decision-making is there. What do you reckon, uh, Tom? Um, yeah, it looks like they're trying to ease him back in. Um, yeah, he definitely picked up a knock at some point. And I feel like it's just been lingering a bit, you know, mm-hmm. obviously able to play on it, but yeah. you don't want to risk a, a top guy like that. Um, I really like, you know, Chris Adai. I, you know, he's a good player. He gives it his all. I think sometimes when he gets the ball, he, he can kind of be a little carried away and try to carry mm-hmm. it too much yeah. and yeah. gives it away. Um, you know, I think he just needs to work on his composure a bit. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's all I got. Otherwise, though, you know, I think I think he's a, a good player, a good backup for Andy currently. Could be worse. Yeah, definitely. I think the 
uh, stadium last night is was turf, wasn't it? It was astral turf, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, for all the British listeners out there, turf is actual proper grass, and uh, astral is fake. Um, yeah. And that is yeah. absolutely rough on you, if especially if you're coming back from an injury. <laughs> I essentially it's it. So I guess yeah, for for European fans, uh, astral turf has been compared to cement a lot of times. Um, yeah. Back in old NFL days where, you know, it was probably like a good six or seven of those stadiums, uh, the dome stadiums um, had straight AstroTurf in them. Um, It had no give. So there's no soil that gives any sort of um, cushion as you're running. Um, And and even these days with sort of like the... uh, way the turf's been kind of advanced um it's still really really rough uh especially yeah. when you're seeing kind of the ones that kick up the the black dust as players run um that's that's hardly any better no it's especially when you fall on it it's yeah. it stinks it i still have stinks. a i still have a scar from high school going on mm. going on turf and just getting an absolute scrape on my thigh it's still yeah. there it's been like yeah. 12 years yeah. Sean, you age there, Tom? Uh, that's all right. I'm still younger than both of you. It's true. <laughs> For what it's worth, I would rather play on NYCFCs like hobbled together. Baseball. Um, <laughs> baseball. baseball turf. Then, you know, the the old style turf or, or any sort of yeah. um, astro turf that exists now. It's, yeah. it's no comparison. Yeah, uh, that stuff hurts. Um, let's move. Should we go with Emma's second question now, or should we save that for a... the, no, the last it. two? The last two questions are really just like just make me so sad. Yeah, I know, right? Um, well, Emma's second question here is: Is our defense the problem? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's defense. It's, it's, it's a bit of it's a bit of bit of everything the at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Because, because you know, again, we, rewind to like the beginning of the season. We were talking so much about, you know, oh man, you know, our our attackers, you know, they can they can get in there, you know, they just need a little more time to get into the system and all that. I don't know, and and they still weren't quite there yet. And so then you bring a whole different thing in. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's tough to say just how. Um, much of a cluster this this season has been um, yeah. for these players mentally and physically. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to go with the, this one because it is such a lovely question um, and we could have a little bit of fun with this. Kim, as I so So I had a question about this from Kim. Is it a rumor we've heard or is it just make one up? Related to DC, um, I would say let's let's make one up related to DC. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so most I've, of- I've already got one. Go on then. Um, I actually heard recently that um, the player Usain Bolt is actually looking at coming and playing as a striker for DC United. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I can I can go with that. Yeah. Imagine that Usain Bolt um, tear defenses apart in this league. We would. I mean, we would have one strategy and one strategy only. 
Break the offside trap. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing, though. That would be pretty sick. Uh, right, let me... Hear. Oh, Freddie Adu is making his comeback. He's going to sign for DC United. Um, he is going to be our chief playmaker. Um, Who did you say? Freddie Adu. Nice. <laughs> it's coming back. <laughs> yeah, Freddie Adu is my, uh, my my ridiculous transfer deadline rumor. Um, Daniel, what is your ridiculous transfer deadline rumor? In a uh, surprise turn of events, uh, Barcelona goes into administration. They can't pay any of their players. Uh, and Gerard Piquet uh, comes to DC United to shore up Ooh. that back line. Oh. He's also trying to avoid Shakira. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's the ridiculous bit. <laughs> Not the Barcelona going into administration. What a fool. He just wants to avoid Shakira. What a fool. (laughs) Um, Why why would you break up with her? To break up with her? He straight up cheated on her. Well, yeah, why would you even do that? Stupid, stupid man. Um, Could see that administration part happening, though. I mean... I mean, no, no. I mean, it's the fact that oh, here we go. He's in the, rather than going down the administration route, Barcelona failing to um, register all their players, so they have to release Robert Lewandowski, and he decides, you know what, I'm going to go and give MLS a crack. So he signs with DC United. Ooh, there we go. I'd hit a prem team, grab him so quick because he'd become yeah. a free agent. Yeah, he really would. He would go <laughs> to the prem. That's the only issue. They would flash seven hundred thousand a week in front yeah. of him and say, "Here you go." Yeah, and you know he'd probably end up at Man City, partner up with Erlen Haaland. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to think about the Premier League right now. I'm <laughs> focusing on MLS at the moment. <laughs> I'm focusing on Cristiano Ronaldo smiling through the pain in every Twitter post. I love it. I <laughs> am eating that up. <laughs> oh. My uh, my roommate is a diehard Arsenal fan, and I've told you guys about this thing we have. Whoever's higher in uh, the table gets uh-huh. that gets that jersey hung up by the front door, so you know yeah. whose, whose house it is. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't think I'm ever going to see a Man United shirt out there this season. <laughs> No, no, not at all. But we uh, we did just start watching. We watched all the new episodes of All or Nothing for Arsenal last night. Very good. Yeah, fair. I enjoyed the first episode the most. Fair. Because like I heard, heard a, <laughs> I think that it was a joke tweet, but they were saying one of the clips was of Arteta bringing out speakers uh, before the Everton yes. match. So that Arsenal no, no, can get used to hearing the Everton fans boo their own team. <laughs> that's okay. That's good. Yeah, that's he quality. brought he brought them out before they played Liverpool at Anfield, and he was like, mm-hmm. "I want you to know, you need to go there to believe that we're gonna win." So you never walk alone. Was playing that whole practice like blasting. <laughs> oh my! And God. then they lost five nil. Yep. I was just like, "Oh no!" But he's an interesting firing. character. He's an interesting yeah. character. Yeah, some of the stuff he does in the locker room is really cool. I gotta give him that. Yeah. Last question. Yes. Yeah. Like yes, we said, I know. A miracle. 
Okay. It's, it, no, no, no. It's it's over in terms of what we expected. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's not over because the fact. Well, it's not over until the fat lady sings. Obviously. It's not over because we still have to play like eighteen yeah. more games. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's that, that's a, that's a Mike alone commentating comment right there. It's not, it's not over because we still got games to play. Um, but it's my aspect of saying no it's not over is the fact that it's the planning for 2023 starts now mm-hmm. so we get to see actually which players will be back next season which players are we going to turf out um, towards the end of the uh, winter season or today or in the winter window whatever or who doesn't get yeah. their options renewed at the end of the season um, that's where that starts now that's where 2023 we need to hit the ground running and hit it hard and yeah preparations need to start now for it so and we'll see that style of playing that philosophy start to take hold now ready for next year and i'm excited to see what happens you know sort of what what's going on in the laboratory what you know waza is uh gonna do with you know the players he has and how he kind of uh shapes them with his system it's gonna be interesting and you know if if they pull it together uh it would be nice to see them make a run um but for sure i want to see what players respond and and who we can say you know solidly is going to have a space uh in that starting 11 next season yeah definitely it's nice to see uh that tom's just had a bright idea yeah uh, my, <laughs> my roommate heard arsenal and was like bing yep. so there we go there you go <laughs> no um, i was getting super dark in here i felt like i was alone in a cave so yeah. i need to get some lights on yeah um so that's the that was the last question that we had um there was nothing more that came through on instagram i don't know whether you guys have had any questions come through to you to you guys at all um but if not um should we hit on to trivia time yeah and the answer so the question was how many nations have been represented by dc night place i am gonna say 47 well, okay. okay, so like let's let's back up here. So okay. my thought process is this team, you know, they've they've recruited from a lion's share of the countries uh on this side of the hemisphere. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you want to take, you know, your Argentina, do uh Bolivia and you know, uh I don't think we've had anyone from Uruguay. I don't think that registers. Um, you know, Brazil, we've had some of those players. Mexico, Honduras, uh, Canada, USA, obviously. Um, you know, I, 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 how many countries are on this side of the uh, on the world? I don't know. I'd say at least fifteen. So that puts us at a baseline there. Okay. And then if we're talking about you know the other side, we've definitely had players from. Uh, I want to say we've had. A Chinese player. Um, pretty sure we've had a Korean player. Um, a lot of Eastern Europeans. A lot of Eastern Europeans. Um, a lot of Central Europeans. Uh, I I want to say we've had a couple of Africans. Um, Possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think forty-seven is pushing it. So, yeah. or I think, I think that over. goes over. I want to bring it back to about 36. 
that's my final answer. Well, you want to go up? I do. Both do. Both, so, both yeah. of us. Yeah. Wow. So what we got? Like sixty? Not quite that high. It is the answer. Damn. Fifty-six. You know what? I'm impressive. okay with that. I was I was nine off. I'm fine with it. You know what? Yeah. yeah. So that's fine. Na- nations that we've had, which include just the one play one player from that nation, Albania, mm-hmm. uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina. But you better uh, read all fifty-six countries. No, 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 no. Okay. Just the ones with one player. Okay, uh, okay. that's what I'd be like. <laughs> no. China. China. Uh, we have one. Oh, yeah, yeah, long time. Played six huh. times. Scored a goal. Yeah. Um, uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo. Yep. Nice. Denmark. Uh, Ecuador. Who's now gone? Apparently. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Estonia. Estonia. Oh, yeah. 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 That's what I was thinking, Eastern Europeans. I was like, didn't we have like yeah. two seasons ago? Uh, Finland is another one. Uh, Gambia, Greece, Guam, Guatemala, Guyana, Hungary, Ireland, Montenegro, uh, Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Panama, Puerto Rico, Russia, Serbia, uh, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Sweden, Uganda, Ukraine, Uruguay, and Zimbabwe. Wow. So so Taxi is our only Greek player we've ever had? Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Didn't know that. There you go. There you go. Little history lesson right there. History, geography. Look at that. You get you get, you get the gamut when you listen to the DC UK podcast. You can. I mean, that's that's why we're getting bots now. I mean, yeah. We're just... yeah. <laughs> We've gone down the educational route. <laughs> you can I mean, what, 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 what was that comment again? That was uh, geothermal and three pipeline yeah. bypass procedures in the eurozone. Pin. Number three. He reads The Economist. I I, I can tell. I mean, I have been wondering what's been happening in uh, the Eurozone, so... And and the the geothermal area of uh, Uh industry. Yeah, there you go. Speak to to Tian. He'll hit you up. Just don't don't click on any links. Please don't. don't. No, (laughs) please don't. Um, Right, we've come to that time in the show where we need to wrap things up. So, uh, Daniel, where can the good folks out there find you? Find me on Twitter at ProfessorDCUK. There you go. And uh, Tom, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at DCUK Unfiltered. And I actually completely forgot I had told the guys about this, but I wanted to give a quick shout out to my. Yeah. <laughs>